Welcome to the Talking Single podcast, a podcast featuring four single successful black women living in London. Join us each week as we share our stories, experiences, the highs and lows of navigating life, love and everything in between. And we do all of this with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I am Rashida. I'm your host for today. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Hello to any new listeners and welcome back to the regulars. This is my first episode that I'd be hosting this season. I'm your favorite ESJF Avenger single to re- single and ready to mingle podcaster Rashida. Hello. I will be all be hosting with my homegirls today, Ruby, Keisha and Crystal. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hello. Hi everyone. Hello, hello, hello. First, hello. I think I'd like to rejoice because finally I think there's light at the end of the lockdown tunnel. Woohoo! So, Woo-hoo. yeah. Yay. yeah. We hope, we hope, we hope. I, I would have we hoped hope, that yeah. the, um, the whoopies and celebrations would have been louder than that, but I'm very sure that once we're all open, we will, you know, party! Well... Yeah. Considering that last Christmas we were told we were going to have a Christmas and we didn't have it, I think uh, we're a bit cautious in mm. rejoicing. Mm. That's right. Yeah, so we're cautiously rejoicing, yeah. Mm. Mm. Once bitten, I guess. I know, I know. I'd like to um, share a random useless fact of the day for you guys. Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Go on, we're listening. Good. I'm happy to announce that it's been 51 weeks. And I counted 358 days since I wore like I last wore tights. I went to the office. Wow. Do you know how long it's been for you? Um, I wore tights in September. Probably in November too. Yeah. Why? I went out. She felt like <laughs> it. Was it. Cold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. And I think I've worn makeup. I've draw, I've done my eye, done my eyebrows. I think four times in the last year. I think mm. birthday, Christmas, five times speed dating. Wow. One particular Zoom party. So yeah, maybe four or five times. Here's a question: so When was the, the makeup. last time you shaved your legs? Oh, I don't need to shave my legs. My legs are hairless. I don't shave my legs either, actually. Oh, I've always wondered about that. It's such a weird Neither. thing. You guys would have seen the post, yes, um, on Friday. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Instagram post about compatibility based on your personality types. So I did quite a lot of research into that. Thank you, Ribi, for helping me identify myself as ESGF, and I'm ready to mingle with all the ISFPs in London. So I stayed Googling, trying to see if Idris Elba is ISFP. Oh, but God. oh Lord. Okay, tell us, is he? No, he's not. I think he's <laughs> an ESGF just like me. So How it's not know? gonna work. How do you even get I that know, information? No. Please allow me leave in this <laughs> fantasy, please. Oh God. I mean, it's a pandemic for God's you. sake. It's not gonna work. That's why he's not responded to you because a... he knows. Huh? Do you have his phone number yet? No. <laughs> no. Do you I'm know where he lives? No. But let me tell you. Let me go. Let's go. Let's be serious now. I'll tell you the um the few famous ESJF. So J Lo is one, which mm-hmm. I guess explains why I can sing and dance. <laughs> Let me rewind. Say that again. Yeah, (laughs) yellow is one ears. No, no, you can think. (laughs) Which means which uh, which explains why Rashida is the resident singer and dancer. Hmm. No, I will not send it. To our listeners, Rashida cannot sing to save her Her life. life. (laughs) Let me even add: she cannot sing to save any lives. Forget her own. No lives. I feel the hatred oh. all up in this zone, as in I feel very, very attacked. But oh, okay, dear. but she loves to sing, and she should continue singing. Oh. But when it comes to saving lives, Rashida's voice is not, not do going it. to do it. No, I think it we should not. have a karaoke episode then. Oh let my the god! Let the <laughs> I don't think decide. we want to lose our listeners. So, 
All right. You know the funny thing is, I bet you like the where we post our podcast, they'll just block it. They'll think it's some <laughs> kind of spam. <laughs> they'll be like, "What? It ain't happening." There's a lot of hate going on around here today, as in it just makes me, as in, and it's still early to feel such hatred from people that's supposed to be your soul sisters, your supportive network. But wait, are you saying because you've got a bad voice, we suddenly hate you? No, we still love you. Boo. Yeah, as in, even we still love you. Despite even the bad voice, I had a bad voice. I feel like you should say it in a nicer way. But okay, okay. Clearly, sorry, my bad. Hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let Do me properly. say it in a nice Do way. Do properly. Yep, yep. Please. Dearest Rashida, yes, we love, love you. Mm-hmm. We yes, love, you. love you. You are too. beautiful, you kind, guys. and gracious. Mm-hmm. But darling, mm-hmm. honey, sweetie, you can't sing. <laughs> There. On that note, thank you, listeners, and that's the end of the podcast for today. Can I say who has got an amazing voice? By the way, <laughs> who I was told today her voice. What, what did I? What word did I use? Or orchestral. Orchestral. Her voice was orchestral. Yeah, just like my singing. Wonderful. Please, let's hey, be serious. Stop stealing Not my life. You're singing the the wonderful, the amazing Crystal, who we shall now be calling Crystalite. Right. Woo! 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 She's been is so jealous right now. She's I so know, green. I've turned, I've turned an ugly shade of green. I can't She's recognize so myself. Green. Anyway, moving on right now, since no one will be complimenting me. Anyway, today we'll be talking about a few things. We're going to talk to you about what happened on Tuesday evening. Um, some interracial dating, and for the first time, we'll be visiting something I made up a few days ago called the war room what's annoying rashida um are you guys excited yeah 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 yeah, yeah. let's get started let's get started whoop, whoop, whoop. all right let's dive into it okay so what happened on tuesday evening i'm I, I i'll tell you anyway to take the suspense away so on tuesday the um podcasting ladies ruby oh, ruby we missed you actually so Crystal, Keisha, and I um, attended a virtual speed dating event organized by a group called Original Dating Group. Ruby, you missed out, actually. There was, it was a first for me, actually. So I really? didn't have any idea what to expect. I think Crystal found the event. Keisha signed us up. And this is my chance to say thank you because I feel like you are working extra hard to make sure I mingle with single men. You're welcome. Your efforts haven't gone unnoticed. You're appreciated. Mm-hmm. However, in future... At However. The, yes, exactly. However, in future, I'd like to be signed up for events or invited to events where a certain somebody that will not mention names will be there. Mm. he's married babe i'm not saying i'm not i did not mention any names up but um, what i was going to say is that um actually it's thank you to suberno yeah um he's the one who told us about the event so thank you suberno our brown bear (laughs) Yeah. yeah cool sorry to have missed it um i'd love to say i was doing something that was worthwhile but i wasn't so I'm eager to hear how it went for you, you ladies. Okay. Cool. Mm, we yeah. Would spill the tea. Yeah. So Keisha, I guess like me, it was your first virtual speed dating mm-hmm. um, event. So what was your strategy going to into the event? How did that pan out? And I'm interested to know about what you talked with personally, your date about. Personally, I think this was my first online dating experience. Excuse you. Although some people seem to disagree, but you know, this is online dating. It's not. It's virtual speed dating. Until online. you swipe left and right, you haven't online. gone online. It was still online. I was on the internet. <laughs> this was on the internet. So moving on. Okay. Oh yeah. Moving okay. on. <laughs> My strategy going into this event was that it was a fun. Uh, it was a. It, I wanted it to be a fun way to spend an hour, so I approached it as literally that. Just you know, a, a one-hour fun experience. How did it pan out? It 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 it, it was um, exciting in the beginning, simply because you're meeting different people. 
having different conversations with people you've never met before that's always good um they the host settled us in quite well it got a bit confusing near the end so I had to grab hold of the old host to you know find out what was going on because you, you the timings were a little but I guess that's just how it works um the main thing I talked to my dates about, it, I think with almost every single date, the first thing was, where do you live? What do you do? Um, but then once that gets thrown out of the window, I generally went in with the, so how are you doing today? Um, how was your day? And then, you know, let the conversation flow from there. You match with anybody eventually? I matched with a, a friend. I matched as a friend with one of them. Yes. Oh, was it cute? Uh, cute is very relative so I don't so in Kisha world was he cute he was all right was he your type no let's better His, that, yeah. um, no please. he wasn't her type is strong with broad shoulders <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> ask that does he have broad shoulders if the answer nobody is no had broad nobody, didn't had, nobody had broad shoulders so yeah ah, okay oh, okay no cool. volvos okay no, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. strong and dependable yeah. <laughs> Crystal, how about you? What were your expectations? How did you find the event? Um, it was okay. Um, I've never done speed dating before, online or offline. Um, what my what were my expect? I had my I had I didn't have expectations as such. I thought okay, at most it will be a fun um, evening, just chatting to people. A friend of mine had been on one before and she said there were more men than women and she, no, sorry, there were more women than there were men. Yeah. And which was the same women, for us, wasn't it? Which was the same for us. And in her case, a lot of women were paired together and there were times where three people were in a room. So she was in a room with a guy and another girl and the girl was huh? like, um, yeah, and she said, the girl was oh. like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I've been paired with too many women. I'm going to talk to this guy. So huh? the woman was talking to the guy and oh. they just excluded her. And she said, I just sat there <laughs> listening to their conversation. I was like, why the hell were you listening to their conversation? She I, said, think I, that, I think that girl already had a wedding in, in um, venue booked for whatever year that was. Well, so that is odd, though. Why would they put women in that position? That's wrong. I know. The, the event was handled. I said to her, I said that was handled very badly. badly. But um, so before the event, I went to check and I saw that before our one, I went to check and I saw that there were three less men. So I was expecting already that there'll be more women than men. So there was that. Um, so there were there were times when for it was four minutes and there were times when you just have to be on your own for four minutes. Um, my expectations, I was just I didn't have any. I just wanted to chat. Yes, I chatted with people, but nobody um, was my match. Nobody was my type. I felt like it was very that the I don't know whether it was an off day or just a wrong day. I felt like all the guys there were very similar in the sense that they most of them were socially awkward. And then there was one guy who was a creep who wouldn't put on his camera. And I found that yeah, very, very weird. I remember and that very, guy. Very disturbing. That was yeah, so weird. Yeah. And I rude. Remember, yeah. Rude. Yeah. And his conversation was very inappropriate too. Yes. And he was laughing yeah. like a banshee. Was he laughing yeah, when he was weird. talking to you? Yeah, he was laughing at everything. I was like, oh, I drank tea. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that is what he was doing. Yeah. And it was really odd. Yeah. The first sentence he said to me when I matched with him, I was like, oh, turn on your camera. He's like, I'm not turning on my camera. Everybody wants to just see, everybody's fixated on looks. Everybody's so shallow. <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, oh my God. I have three minutes and 50 seconds to deal with this. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so that was it. Yeah, it is a bit of a torture if you get a wrong one. Or if you get one that doesn't speak and then you just have to fill the gaps. Yeah. yeah. And also at the end, I've got to mention, when when they, they, they make you wait like 24 hours for you to give feedback on the attendees. Imagine. 
on the matches. And what they do is there's a yes, there's a no, and there's a friend. But they don't let you leave anything blank. And I don't know if this is an online or virtual dating thing where you have to say no to someone. And I and I didn't get that. Like, why can't I just be a yes or maybe and leave it blank? That no. Yeah, but that's ghosting, though. Virtual. Yeah, but uh, no it seems very strong to me. Like, But like no is an answer. Someone. I think okay. saying no is better than saying nothing. Okay, I guess. I would yeah, agree I with that. that. I would I agree found with it that. just negative. I just found it's like you're you're like cancelling somebody you don't even know. I'll just prefer yeah, you're building the person's resilience to rejection. <laughs> but by the way, you don't know the person. You've you've got five minutes to make a judgment I call. Know. So so you I think it's fair that you have to you should make a call. Trust your yeah. instinct and say yes or no. What is the point of a maybe? How does that move things forward? Or even just I, I would have put no to that um, guy that was just, you know, behaving weirdly and then been given the option to put a comment as to why. It, it was just, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just, I've not been, done these kind of things before, so I found it a bit... No odd. is no. There's no need to tell story. Is no. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Noted. <laughs> From- Noted, yeah. yeah. So for me, as I said, I was... I had never never done this before. I was a bit nervous. I was like, okay, what if? I don't even know what I was thinking. But as soon as we joined the actual first big call, the first big Zoom call, I just saw the people and I was just like, yep, we're it's all right. I, was, I just chatted and just, I even mentioned the podcast to someone. But I didn't tell the person the name of the podcast. I was like, oh yeah, in my spare time, I do a podcast with my friends. And he was like, okay. And I was expecting him to say, oh, what's the name of the podcast? What do you guys talk about? And he was just like, okay. I'm like, uh, anyway. So would you guys do this again? I'll do it again, maybe, but maybe another day, maybe a Saturday. Maybe there'll be more, there'll be more interesting people. I don't know. I, yeah, it wasn't. I would, yeah, I'd do it again, Um it's an evening of it's an hour or hour and a half of chat i don't know it's, it's like going to a bar without yeah. the without the drinks and the music it, 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 it would have i obviously i'd prefer because the thing is if you go to a bar you wouldn't speak to that many people yeah so, sure for that reason and that reason alone i'd definitely do it again yeah Ruby, let me bring you in very quickly have you ever done speed dating face-to-face speed dating no no there was one that i did on the dating app that i'm on which is they do this thing every so often where you it's like a virtual it is a virtual speed dating but you're chatting so you're not talking to the person you're just chatting you don't know who the person is so you 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 join they match you up with somebody who or, or is already on the app has got a profile but they just match you up and then you have a few minutes just to chat if you like each other then you get to see each other's profiles and then you can take right. the conversation forward if you want. I've done that a couple of times yeah. and that's How pretty cool. That uh, I, I, I matched with a couple of people. Um, Any hard, hot lads? No, no. N- oh. Nice people, but no, it didn't, it didn't go anywhere. Oh, okay. oh by the way, that's I didn't even though. ask. Sorry? Sounds interesting. It's it's interesting because the thing about the app is that because it knows your profile and it knows the profile of everybody else, it tries to match you with somebody that would fit your profile. So you will have a lot of things in common. But again, it just all depends. Just another way to meet people. Meet people. Cool. By the way, Rashida, did you match with anybody? Yes. Match with Idris. Okay, no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, no. So I said no to everybody because I didn't even want to be friends because I was just like I have enough friends. So I met, I said no to everybody, but I got a text or an email saying one person said yes to me, but I just didn't bother trying to figure out who or why. I just said no. Hopefully it wasn't the weirdo, the creep. Oh, I'll tell you what I did. I wrote a review actually. Yeah, about it, and I commented. I was like, the person was made the event so terrible and uncomfortable. He was rude and condescending. So I hope that's taken on board. I did as well. I said I personally felt like I personally felt like he was a creep, and people shouldn't be allowed to switch off their camera. Yeah, Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said he was inappropriate. Yeah, and that was it. I look forward to the next one. I I wonder whether if it was done on a weekend, it would be different. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as Mm. well. So maybe try a weekend one. Mm. Yeah, maybe we should try another weekend one. We'll weekend one sometime soon. Anyway, so this speed dating event kind of got me to think thinking because obviously when we got there, there were very diverse men and women on the event it just got me thinking about those people that have certain preferences when it comes to dating as i've said as in the mainstream dating apps and events all different people on these um events and apps i'm i'm sure i think there are there must be events and apps for people that have preferences they want to date within a certain race or religious group I'm happy and I'm thankful that we have a diverse um, set of options because it just shows how far the world has come. For instance, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys are aware, but due to Rashida's amazing research, okay, no, it was just one Google search actually, South Africa up until 1985 had a law which prevented Europeans from marrying non-Europeans which meant white people could not marry people from other races. But I thank God, I think in 1985, which is less like 36 years ago, was repealed and everybody is free to marry everyone. So ladies, as black women, I'd like to kind of do a quick chit chat about your thoughts on dating and marrying outside your ethnic group. So I'm going to throw thing question out to you guys and well no i'll throw the question out is it fact or fiction why do we like black people have the perception that more black men marry outside their race than black women why do you think this is the case or i will ask crystal um i'm gonna take did i put uh... you on the spot Sorry, no, no, you didn't. I, I was thinking, I'm going to take a Nigerian point of view on this and say Ooh, that there was a time. The <laughs> there was a time where, and I don't know if this is misogyny or whatever, where if a black woman dated a white man, she was seen as a prostitute. Like, really? oh, yes. And there were a lot of white men who would get um, black women pregnant and leave. Not just in Nigeria, but in some African countries where white women, when white men were known to go there, have affairs with black women and leave. So there would be single black women with mixed race children and people would see them as prostitutes. I do not know that it's a fact that more black men marry outside of their race. I don't know if it's a fact, but there was a time when less black women were seen with white men, but that seems to have changed a little bit more now. But I don't know, I mean, we live in the UK and I've seen a rise in black, more black women dating white men, where before there were more black men, but I don't know if this is a fact or fiction. I don't know, I'm not sure, I, there's no data. So someone else. Um, I don't know if it's facts or fiction, but I, my perception is I think black men are more likely to marry outside their race than black women. Why do you um, think so? I, I, think, I think that's literally more coloured by what I've seen on TV and in the media rather than what I've seen out in the streets. I really don't have any other data and it's not something I've ever looked into, but it just feels that way that black women marry um, white women or outside their race or more likely. And I think it might just be simply because in sort of black culture, the men have more freedom to choose without judgment than a black woman. A black woman would be more judged for, for dating outside her race than a black man. And that just gives them that freedom. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my take on it. Yeah. I think I agree with what Crystal said. I mean, I don't know whether, I mean, there is no data or I haven't seen any data that says um, more black men marry um, outside their race than black women. 
Anecdotally, I, I think it is the case just because uh, similar to what Keisha said, it's what you see around you in the media, the, the friends that I know that are into relationships, interracial relationships, they tend to be more of black men, white women than vice versa. So why it is, I think it's for a number of reasons. I think once upon a time, um, white women were seen as the epitome of beauty or achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once upon a time and and so to have a white woman in your arm probably signaled that you had made it i guess um black women were not seen to be uh beautiful um they were seen to be yeah so if you were a white man with a black woman she was obviously getting she was obviously with you for your money so it was this kind of horrible perception um and that kind of put off a lot of black women because you don't want to be seen as somebody's exotic fantasy or mm, you don't want to be well, seen yeah. as this kind of I'm there with him because of money and all of that stuff but I do think all of that is changing right I think it's changing yeah. but is even problematic even with black men as well because in prepping for this podcast or just listening to other podcasts and there was something I listened to on another podcast and they were talking about some American rapper rappers two in particular that I will not name they actually made public comments about dating only non-black or exotic women as they say because black women are angry black women they're troublesome and problematic women and stuff and I was just like how how um, heartbreaking for black women around the world where their own black men are even bashing them in public as in how yeah I mean I can take when I mean I say I can take but when other races like say black women are ugly black women are troublesome black women are bullies etc you know you can almost say well you don't understand me but when a black man says that it's like you've got a mother you've got sisters is that how you see your sisters and it's just really really hard and yeah disheartening to hear that from a black man yeah so the other thing is obviously I, I feel like people might be hesitant to say well I I don't know actually do you think people can or should be hesitant to say well I'm a black woman I'll only date a black man is that racist or is that what do you think I don't I don't think I don't think it's racist and I don't think you should be hesitant to say that it's your preference because there are people who will say for example let's flip it the other way if someone said if a black man or a woman says my preference is dating a white person I'm fine with that, but don't go bashing your own people just because you're dating a white person. And if you only date black people, that's fine, but don't go bashing the other just because you only date black people. It's a preference, it's fine. You can date whoever you want, that's your choice, but don't, don't feel that you need to justify it. That's my thoughts. Completely agree. Fair enough, yeah. Com yeah. Well, 100% completely agree. Crystal is on a roll today. She's just bashing out the gems. Crystallize. Get it right. Crystallize. Crystallize. She's throwing <laughs> out the gems. Yeah. So why do you think some people... Okay, well, my thoughts are... Oh, no. From my personal view, I feel like some people would only choose to date or marry within their race because it just seems like an easier option. But is it really an easier option? Keisha, what do you think? I don't think it's... I don't think it's necessarily easier. I'd say it's more familiar, especially if you have very different, a very specific type of culture, maybe a language or something. I think that's the main barrier, culture, language, familiarity in terms of customs and things like that. But once, if you find someone you can um, cross those boundaries with, then it no longer becomes a problem really. So yeah. I get that is familiarity, but sometimes you just want an easy life, right? Because mm -hmm. even people that you were born in the same country, have the same friends, same life, same everything, you have like massive issues. Whereas you then meet somebody who's from a completely different culture. Sometimes it just feels like you're introducing something big. And I'll give an example with a couple I know the boy 
the guy is Nigerian, the girl is white English. And they had, they were going to get married. And one of the issues they had during the wedding was, you know, with Nigerian aunties, they, every, everybody was anti this, anti that. But the girl was like, well, she's not my auntie, so I'm not going to call her auntie. And it became a big thing because for him, he's like, these are my parents' friends. I'm not going to call them by their first names. It's not a done thing. But for her, from her culture, everybody's on a first name basis. And yes, eventually she, there was a middle, some sort of middle ground. I don't know how, but those are things that if she had dated an English man, it would be a no-brainer because their mom's friends would be Jeff and Lisa, whereas with Nigerian people would be Auntie Lola and Uncle Ade kind of thing. So we kind of make me just think, well, maybe that's why people want to date outside, date within their own race and religion and all of those things. Crystal, drop some gems. <laughs> no, I think one of the biggest and I think maybe BLM even brought that more to our t- our attention one of the biggest reasons people want to date within their race is because a black person only a black person can understand the struggle of another black person mm. a white person can say yeah I understand but you have not experienced that struggle you have not been through it you do not live in this skin you do not know what it's like but when you date or when you're with black people they understand you don't have to say too much sometimes it's a look i can give you and you're like mm-hmm, i know it and that's i think that's the biggest reason for a lot of people but then they're the little things for example i don't need to explain to a black person why i wear a scarf to bed i don't need to explain why so sometimes no my hair is long <laughs> sometimes why my hair is long sometimes why it's short sometimes why it's in braids i don't need to explain those things so those are the easier bits but definitely the whole race thing if you're going to date someone as a black person if i'm going to date someone outside of my race they need to get the struggle and they need to understand my pain do you think they can fully sympathize i.e if they're dating you and you try to educate them they try to educate themselves do you think um there's a point where they get the struggles as much as possible or do you think it just they just cannot live our lives i they obviously cannot live our lives but they can understand the struggle and even in this black lives matter matter thing we've we've we have our allies and your partner if they're white um i think they should be an ally and they need to understand your feelings and they you know when you say something like that i felt a certain way about what this person said they need to be on your side and not try to rationalize it and not try to gaslight you because that's a big thing especially in this country with the whole gaslighting thing. Yeah. So yeah, they can. I do believe, to answer your question, I do believe that they can. Yes. Okay. Um, Ruby, I haven't heard much from you. Let's hear you. And I Luna. Just, I was, yeah, Luna is attacking the door at the moment. So um, no, I was thinking of what Crystal said. I, I completely agree. I, I, I always say I'm an equal opportunities data. So really the, the, the race thing is kind of neither here nor there. But there's some fundamental things they they have to understand that they can never (laughs) they can never get what it means to be a black woman when you are at all the things that you have to go through so there has to be a a level of they can never empathize because empathy is about being in the other person's shoes but they should be able to sympathize they should be able to ask questions and not assume that they have an answer or that they can relate from their own experiences there's nothing as patronizing as that so, so uh, you know, that's kind of where, where my head is at. So, yeah, and, and to what you had said earlier on about, is there, is there anything wrong in saying, um, is that, why, why, why do I think people choose to date within their race? Is it easier or, or not? Again, I think race is just one dimension. You know, I think entering a relationship with somebody is always going to be complicated and you look for areas that you complement each other and you compromise on the areas that you don't. I do think, yes, language does make it easier. Understanding culture does make it easier. But please, which one of us has not dated a Yoruba 
uh, Niger demon. guy. And, a bad demon. And, and honestly, <laughs> you speak the same language. You come from the same place. You listen to the same music, but you're like, this guy is from another fucking planet. Excuse my French. Yeah. So do you know what? It's really not about that. And I guess, I mean, if you... So let me throw it out <laughs> to you guys. Have you guys ever dated outside your race? And what kind of... Um, issues not issues but what kind of challenges did you have to navigate that you wouldn't necessarily have navigated with a black man i've never dated outside my race but i'm not i don't object to doing so so as i said i think you know and i think um ruby put it quite well if you can find somebody that sympathizes not necessarily um tries to empathize yeah um, because they've not walked in your shoes. It's that understanding, yeah. I, I, and I've said this before, I can definitely date an ally, for sure. Cool, yeah. So I've dated someone who was half Nigerian, half European. And it was nice. He was a nice guy. He was cute, like very cute. And I think that's what scrambles my brain. However, there were a few chat. Well, for me, what was surprising was I guess it wasn't, it's not a general thing. It was a thing with him. He wanted to be white, not black with that. And every time we're walking down the street and we walk past a black woman, he'd be like, oh, did you see that black girl giving you evil? She thinks you're dating a white guy. She thinks you're dating a white guy. You're a sellout. And I mean, for the first time he said it, it just made me laugh because I was just like, ha ha ha. Not, cons- not even looking at any other black girl. I'm, I was mesmerized by his cute face. Well, he just kept on saying it and I realized it was something for him. I don't know what it was exactly. I mean, and well, among other things kind of went to pieces after that because he also said stuff like, well, I don't eat Nigerian food. I don't like Nigerian food. Nigerian food is very smelly. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You grew up in Nigeria for God's sake. He's like, well, yeah, I'm now a white guy. I look like a white guy. And I was just like, okay, this is just problematic as hell goodbye and it sounds like he was having a crisis of identity i think so but he was cute though you and you're cute (laughs) i know cute so i think my problem is cute and funny is such a terrible combination for me so even if the guy is a well was not is anymore if the guy is cute and funny and he's just a terrible person my brain just deserts me and common sense but as a grown, mature ESJF <laughs> Avenger, okay, I'm more aware of myself. I love and, it. And my flaws, so I'm working on that. Until another cute and funny guy gets dangled in her face, and then all that, is lost. That looks like <laughs> Idris Elba. Then that's the you know that looks like Idris Elba. Parisi Bang. I don't know what it is about Idris Elba that I find we, very. Should attractive. we do a podcast about Rashida and Idris, and then I we think can he, understand I think... the whole story from beginning to end? I can't explain end. it. I, I, I don't. Okay, so let me, in my defense, I don't even think it's Idris actually oh it's yeah this color that chocolate that brown thing any brown that color. Mm. <laughs> anyway they can get it they can get it <laughs> so, um um crystal please have you ever dated outside your race let me bring us back on to oh, i on know track. because i was already going on an idris tangent i'm sorry um, anyway i have um briefly briefly dated um outside my race he was american um but he had dated black women before so he knew all about the hair and shrinkage and afros and braids and all of that shebang so So someone had trained him before (laughs) you got here yeah he knew all about that and um, the only thing was he didn't get the whole taking care of your family thing, like sending money home. He was like, but why? Why? Why do you have to send money back home? But yeah, um, it was very, it wasn't brief, it, but he lived in another country. So that was problematic. But yeah, I, I, I have to say that there were certain things that he didn't get apart from the one I mentioned. And I don't know if 
if we had been in a relationship further down the line, if that had, if that would have been a problem. But yeah, we're not together. We're friends though. Ruby? Well, I have, and I still do. Any, any issues? Um... Well, that, that has to do with race. I'm trying to think of any. I think goes. So I don't think I ever had an experience where there were challenges with understanding or accepting of of, of the race um, for me of him and him of me. And I, I, we did, that was not our issue for sure. And well, it's fair to assume that we're all open to dating. We're not. We're equal opportunity daters, though. Yeah, yeah we are. Is, which I think is a really, really good thing. It's a really good thing. It's not necessarily an easier option. Well, it's, sometimes it feels like it's an easier option, but it's not necessarily easier because we've all dated Yoruba demons and we just realized, you know what, I'd rather date a Tibetan guy that speaks no word of English <laughs> that, that treats me nicely than this Yoruba guy that we're from the same part of Nigeria and stuff so I think that's the that's really the point right that yeah. ultimately it is about the personality exactly and and, and less about the race yeah, yeah exactly 100%. Yeah. But we have to admit that there are certain things that we, especially with race or your ethnicity and sometimes even religion that is just easier and i'll give examples slightly deviated is like yeah so with stuff like africans for instance by default all the boys are circumcised for whatever whether it's a religious or a cultural thing but europeans aren't and if you're dating or you marry a european man you'd have to have the conversation on whether your son not all of them not all of them are not circumcised oh okay Let's, we'll talk about the ones that are or aren't. But I guess it's a, or maybe an Englishman, for instance, I'd, my perception is most of them aren't circumcised. Then you have the conversation and yes, you would have to compromise on certain things. And sometimes it just feels like, well, if you compromise enough, you might just lose your blackness. Well, I guess, um, well, thank you guys. I guess that's all I've got to think say about interracial dating where we are open well i'm single ready to mingle with all the isfps in london so come line in or slide into my dm okay maybe not actually but on that note i'm going to move on to that new segment i call the war room and do i hear you guys saying rashida what is the war room can somebody ask me that Rashida, what is the war room? Oh, thank you, Rebe. Thank you for asking that. The war room <laughs> is something that I came up with yesterday because I'd had a long week of work and I was just annoyed. So I came up with something called what's annoying Rashida room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what so is annoying what's Rashida annoying today? you, Rashida? let me let me take a sip of oh crap my tea is finished actually so what was annoying me yesterday today and the whole week is Meghan Markle and everything about her in the media I'm not angry at Meghan Markle no I'm angry at the coverage the news stories the headlines and Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think everybody is just fed up. Let her and Harry, this is my, these are my thoughts, let her and Harry just live their lives. I know there's an interview with Oprah Winfrey coming up sometime in the next few days. I'm looking forward to that and allow them speak their truth in their own way. And as you realize, there's been so many ridiculous headlines about her. And I guess it's not just it's not a problem with Meghan Markle only. It's with these gossip or this tabloid newspapers and stuff and their coverage for anything sensational. The most ridiculous headline I saw was her baby bump was too prominent. It doesn't look like a six-month pregnancy bump. And I'm like, who decides that? Am I alone being angry at this or 
No, you know, if, you if, know, I'm angry. I had a rant on my WhatsApp. All right, story. okay, cool. Because when you guys yeah. were quiet, I was like, oh god, Rashida is alone on this in this war room. We're about just letting to... you go, you know. Oh, you're allowing me rant. So the thing is, it's 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 touched me sort of since the latter part of last week. The double standards, and there've been a good new a, um, a good interview on Sky News about it with some prominent black. Oh yeah, um, oh women. yeah, I'll come to that. Um, and it really puts things on the line, and it's uh, I guess to me, it's a, it makes me a bit weary because I'm just like, this is so obvious to me. Why is why uh, and and this is so historic. I'm like, what is even going to be done? To me, it's just something that nothing's going to be done about it. Like, she's won a victory, but to me, the victory wasn't big enough. Um, I, I really think that the people perpetuating this need to be brought to account. And, and mm-hmm. I think they're just going to get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think we should also, as citizens of the world, also make it a point of duty not to read this terrible um, new sources personally i don't read daily mail or the sun or or any of those magazines or news i stopped I a long time ago it's not even a thing the same, I, stopped a long time I stopped ago. i stopped when a particular one went down the route of trying to find Meghan Markle's uh slavery ancestry and i was like <laughs> this this is absolutely ridiculous and this was before she even married him and I stopped reading that newspaper and when people send me links to that newspaper I'm like you need to stop sending me links to this newspaper Mm -hmm. I mean I might be wrong but I I just feel like because she's not English and because she's not she is of mixed heritage I feel like that's why they're extra um, hard on her I might be wrong I might be controversial for saying that but that's how I feel. That's how I feel as well. And the whole bullying thing to me and some other people have said exactly what I was thinking just comes down to the angry black woman narrative and hell no, are we going to accept that? Oh, yeah. black women are always angry and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. Do not try yeah. that. I hate yeah. that. And no, unacceptable. Yeah. And I like, as Keisha said, as in um, lots of like um, strong, famous black women have united for Megan. I've created a hashtag, hashtag BWUFM. Gosh, that's a mouthful. I need to come up with something better. But it's black women unite for Megan. So we had Jamila Jamil Kelechi. Why does I say Kelechi? Her name is Kelechi. Pronounce her name properly, actually. So we had Jamila Jamil Kelechi with the Say Your Mind podcast, Shola Mos Shobamimo, the lawyer and activist, and Gina Yasuri. Oh no. Oh crap. Okay, so let me wrap this up. I'm happy that these strong Black women have united and they're speaking in her favor. And I'm, I, as a Black woman, I feel like I'd lend my voice to that and just keep supporting her. So we're down. Can I just say one thing? Like, if you haven't watched that interview with um, Kelechi, Shola, and Gina, you need to go and watch it. I've watched it like six times. (laughs) Yeah. I have a comment on Rapid Fire, actually. So this week, I put in a poll on our Instagram to ask people what they would name our Rapid Fire because it's never rapid. And yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> we got Don't a you few. Start. <laughs> we, got, we got a few responses. Victims of our rapid fire. <laughs> so the diasporadicals have been victims of our rapid fire. <laughs> they, they they were on an episode in season two, I think, and they said we should name it Spit Roast. Okay. Interesting. And then, Interesting. <laughs> and then Laura. Um, the tartan matchmaker, uh, match made in Scotland, who was um, a guest, said we should name it Embers Dying a Slow and Painful, painful Death Round. Okay. <laughs> you two, a certain person always talking. That's a mouthful, but yeah. That's a mouthful, but yes. And then we have Slow Burns yeah, from slow burn. Searching Paranormal Podcast. 
we have slow burn hour <laughs> we have slow poke and I think slow poke so I'm getting a trend here. They seem to think it's like all slow and stuff. Very we slow. need to address the offending podcaster that makes this. So rapid ma- fire. Let me just so remind we everyone. It, we need to give it a new name. If, if it's not going to be rapid. Maybe okay, we no, need today. To give it a new name. Today is going to be rapid fire. Okay. And it follows on from what's annoying Rashida. So, very quickly, in the order of Ruby, Crystal, and Keisha, can you give me the biggest punishment for Meghan Markle haters? I'll go first, actually. So, for me, it's um, having to face YouTube videos with 20 unskippable ads and forever buffering. Who's next? Sorry, I missed that. Ruby. Ruby's next. Okay, so, um, sorry, this is not going to be rapid fire, but I, I just wanted to say I am, I'm really not, I am, I'm just tired of the whole Meghan Markle discussion. I just want to, us to leave these people alone. So I, I'm not really a big fan of the whole, I, I really feel there's been enough negative press and I think there's been enough press full stop. So I'm just not in that space at all. But to answer the rapid fire question, the punishment should be, they just need to live um, the life of a dark skinned black woman in America mm. for one day. One day. Love yeah. it. That's Love it. it. Ooh. Ruby. Ooh. Ooh. Good. That's it. In fact, I, I, I like I like Ruby so much that I'm going to step it up a level. No, to... no, no, no. You have to make this rapid fire because you guys keep saying. No, I just and... let, you're, you're not letting me speak. Let me speak. OK, I want <sighs> I want their punishment to be that they be transported back to West Africa, to that border um, um, on the coast and be pushed through those narrow little walkways that slaves had to be pushed through before they were shipped out. Good I think that's enough. Wow. That's enough. Wow. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm going to go with the royal off with their heads. Oh, wow. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> that's, okay. That's all. That was very rational. <laughs> she wrote. Very Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yes, off with their heads. <laughs> Alrighty, and it's a wrap. Yep, I need to wrap. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, fellow single ladies. It was really nice talking to you today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you to our listeners. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, and that's all for today. Have a lovely, Bye. lovely day. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Talking Single podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'd love to hear from you and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter with the handle at Talking Single Podcast. You can also send us comments or questions with the hashtag, hashtag Talking Single Podcast. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review and of course share with your family and friends. Take care. See you next week. Same time, same place.